Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, if something fucky is going on, I need a sign. I need a sign. So I roll over and right beside my bed is a chair. I knew it was there, but I just forgot it was there. It spooked me. I was like, sat up. I'm like, holy fuck. So I'm like, okay, that wasn't a sign. But then I raise my eyes and what is open? My bedroom freaking door. And my yeah. bedroom door has never opened at night. Adam's seen it open. Like everybody else has seen the door open, but for it to be one o'clock in the morning and that door to just be open and me laying there and I never heard it open. I'm like, oh, okay, something, something's not right. Welcome. Welcome to the haunted estate. Hello and welcome to the Honor to Stay here with me, host, Selena Myers. And we have a special guest with us today, Taylor. It's Tame Money up in the house because Tame Money is a funny bunny and he's my friend with a big old tummy. I didn't mean like that. I meant like, <gasps> oh. Tame Money, he a funny bunny. He likes eating honey, honey bunny. You redeemed yourself. Have yeah. you ever thought to become a rapper? Yes, but Adam told me to kill those dreams. I never told you to kill any dreams. Let's, you know what? Um, no, I said specifically concentrate on a few dreams at the top that you're really good at. But And if you find time after you've mastered the few, then we can hit up the wrapping no. and really concentrate on it because you do need some practice. Okay, because, because did I, did I create a rap song called Minty? Yeah. About being minty fresh? Yeah. Did, did I record it? Have it put together by someone in a studio? Get it back? And play it for you? Yes. Yes, you did. And and what happened? This is why we have not furthered your rap career yet. Oh, oh, can you find um, it? Um, honestly, probably. Oh, yeah. We have it. Oh, my God. I want to hear find it again. It's, it's, it's so bad. Um, I'm hey. not a rapper. And that's something that I need to let die. Are you going to bust it out on the podcast here today? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Why not? Oh, I'm not even signed in. I don't know if this is going to. I'm excited. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work. But Minty. Uh, that's minty. I'm, and the guy I wrote, I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is so bad. Thinking like he would totally be able to like make something magic out of this. Mm-mm. Are you logged into my Fiverr? I'm not. Uh, possibly. It's but, in one password. Is it? Yeah. <sighs> this is going to be good. Bro, take a minute. First, first weird shit happened last night in my house. Yeah. You messaged me. What happened? Um, I don't even know if I'm like ready to talk about it. Okay. Adam, no, I am. <laughs> I was like, all right. We're on the podcast. The <laughs> podcast is for talking, and this is where the things have happened. Um, we might as well get into it. Is, it. is it okay with your parents? I thought. Yeah, but 
Well, yeah, because well, I guess we've come oh. to a conclusion on like what actually happened there. Yeah. Um. So last night I was having very intrusive night thoughts. Every once in a while I go through like this phase in my life where I start having really dark thoughts when I go to bed. I get bedtime anxiety. Mm-hmm. I get sleep anxiety and I start thinking about weird things. So I first started thinking about Sam and Colby and all the spooky shit we do and the spooky shit they do. And it maybe like, that's why, you know, like Colby got sick. And then, and then I started thinking about, you know, myself and how much spooky stuff I do and how sick that like I've been. And then it got to this point where I was like, okay, you know what? I started thinking about if I was having an aortic aneurysm in my stomach and I was like, I'd need to know ahead of time because I need to make a TikTok to make, to tell everybody to make a GoFundMe for Adam. I'm like, oh my God, am I dying? Okay, and then you're, you're not going to die. Okay, I'm so listen. Okay, but here's the thing. But then I'm like laying there and I'm like, something feels fucky. Like, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's the house. I don't know if it's someone in my family, but something is not right. And I want to preface this by saying this happened before. And I had a very bad feeling about one of Adam's family members and they took it to heart and they got it checked out. And there was something wrong. You're dead. Remember what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's well, something. Well, it wasn't even just that. That... He got checked for something else, and then they did that because of the whole situation. But you had a back pain, and then he woke. He told us the next day his back was just screwed right up. Yeah, and then what came of it? And then what came of it is he, he was sick. Yeah, he was yeah. sick. He got another thing figured out from it. And, yeah, yeah. It snowballed from there. It was it was really messed up. So what ended up happening was I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, if something fucky's going on, I need a sign. I need a sign. So I roll over and right beside my bed is a chair. I knew it was there, but I just forgot it was there. It spooked me. I was like, sat up. I'm like, holy fuck. So I'm like, okay, that wasn't a sign. But then I raise my eyes and what is open? My bedroom freaking door. And my bedroom door has never opened at night. Adam's seen it open. Like everybody else has seen the door open, but for it to be one o'clock in the morning and that door to just be open and me laying there and I never heard it open. I'm like, oh, okay, something, something's not right. So then I wake up Adam, which I hate waking up Adam because he needs good sleeps. And I look at this dude and I'm like, bro, something's wrong. So then it was weird. The energy in the house just like changed. We're both laying there. I'm like, something isn't right. I'm trying to go back to sleep, but I'm like, something is not right in my gut. Like, I don't feel good. Something weird is going on. Like, I know something is wrong, wrong. So I, I say to Adam, then he starts getting the same dark thoughts. We're both having these dark thoughts. Neither of us can sleep. There's this weird thing. We're both trying to figure out what it is and pin it it so that we can just let it go. And I'm laying there and I'm like, I'm thinking about the birds. I'm like, maybe there's something wrong with the birds. And then I'm like, no, like it definitely can't be the birds. Like, what could it be? What could it be? So eventually we end up falling asleep, but like, I'm still like having this weird thing. Then, so I fell a few months ago and I hurt my knee, but it never got better. But then it started like being itchy, really itchy. And it was itchy all night. It was itchy all morning. Then I get a message from my dad on Facebook. We talk on Facebook my mom got dropped by the caregiver and she took like a really big fall and she really messed up her knee. And I think that it was just a foreshadowing that something bad was about to happen, but there's no way I could have known that to be able to stop it. But yeah, it's just like, it's kind of nauseating. Cause like I haven't felt well because like she, it takes her longer to get well. And Mm -hmm. like, that's her only means of transferring. She needs her knee. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. And like, I just feel in general, you know, Taylor and I have spent the last two days working really hard in the basement. Mm-hmm. We've been getting all the junk out. We've been sorting everything. And um, it, I just think maybe like something just got like a little awakened in the house. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel good though. Like every other ghost has felt good. This just doesn't really like feel, oh yeah, pause. 
I do this, I don't know if you guys are following my YouTube videos. If you, you really should, if you haven't, I do reacts. But what I do is I put the REM pod on and I was doing it in my house and the REM pod was going off like crazy. Then I took a lot of my fun, like nifty stuff out of the house and I moved it out into my YouTube set, which is actually across from this one. And a lot of the spooky stuff in the house isn't happening. A lot of the, like the candles aren't really turning on like they were. A lot of the candles are out here now, which was interesting. Um, but I've been using the REM pod out here and it's been going off more than it did in the house. Well, the, the thing is that this was built at the same time as the house. And one started to be serious. And when, and when Adam's just laughing. <laughs> um, when they were doing this, they actually found a dead cat in the roof. So oh. I'm like, is this a cat playing with this? But let's just... Just because we're sitting here. Let's just sit this here and just see what happens. But I just, I don't know. Something's weird. Today I want to do like a really big cleansing of the house. Like yeah. a spiritual, I want us all to sit down, all three of us in a triangle, do a bit of a meditation and then cast anything negative out of this house. Mm -hmm. Like eat a snack or something. Tell them they can go to the barn. This is great. We can play in here. It's cool. It's cool. Anyways. Um, do you, I want to find... I really want to find this song. Um, but like, I, I just like need a second to find it. So can you tell us, um, tell your mom, tell them what your mom did last night. My mom went to uh, dinner um, with the psychic medium. There was like 20 of them. So they all had dinner together. And then this medium came in and she kind of gave a group reading. Um, but for my mom specifically, her brother came through who died oh, 12, 13 years ago now, um, who also came through when we were in Salem, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Mm, he probably, he comes through a lot. Yeah, he does. And he's, he's strong. Ask him to. Back your phone up, Selena. No, okay. Jimmy, if this is you, do you mind stepping away from the REM pod for a second? It's so weird when all of the colors are going off. Oof. Can you please step away from the REM pod? Oh. Why are they all going off? That's like temperature, EM, like Turn that's it all of it. Turn on and off and see if it was like a glitch. I'm going to hit the reset button. Okay. We should get another one of those just in case. Yeah. <laughs> just check. Anyways, I, I found Minty. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. It's just weird for it to go off. Like, we're not even. Isn't the microphones maybe? It could be Pick electrical it up interference. Da, 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 da. That's so interesting. Maybe should we put it up on the. Yeah. yeah we'll we'll put it up. On the mantle. And I'm going to leave it down. I'm not going to turn it all the way up either. Cool. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, so this is why I don't rap. Um, it's really important to know okay, when you should Okay, one second here. This is the first live release of Selena's song, no, this Minty. <laughs> you have not shared this before. No. No, it never should be you, shared. Yes, we've talked about not sharing this. No, it should never be shared. So if this podcast doesn't go viral... I feel sorry for everybody missing this right now. <laughs> yeah, so get ready to laugh. This is going to make your day. Um, now, world premiere. Wait, give me a voice. Give me a voice. 
World pre- not that. Come <laughs> World not um World premiere of Minty by Selena Spooky Boo created in 2020 during the COVID lockdown. <laughs> Ready? We're just going to end that. Okay. You had a sweet, that sounded really bad too. I don't, I don't know. What yeah, I don't know. What was that? Is that just, I don't know, man. Was your phone or do we, that was the final, good that was the, the day? F- idol delivery. <laughs> through <laughs> a speaker, through he's a microphone. Like, here's, here's your master. Um, he's like, this is great. You're good. Um, maybe let's see this first one. Maybe this is it. This is better. Oh yeah. Oh, that's way better. Okay, let's try this again. Oh God. That's all that you guys need to hear of that and know that you'll never That's hear That's going again. back in the vault forever. It's not that. Forever. You no, know what, Selena? Is. We just unleashed it. Now people can cut from this podcast. They can spread this over the internet. Oh my gosh, please do. Oh no. I'd like to see what they could come up with, yeah. What if you used it as like a TikTok sound? <laughs> That'd TikTok be so funny. Oh. I could. Yeah, so but many people would take use it. it. Seri- no, but they'll take it serious and they'll be like, TikTok stores things you can have a rap career. And I'll just be like, no. No, I think this it was, was Brooklyn. all for comedic gold. I think I remember Brooklyn XOXO or whatever. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I did that. I was like, I'm going to fuck around and find out too. You could be the next Iggy Azalea. Anyways. Um, <laughs> don't make me have hope. Thanks for this banana protein shake. Yeah, why are you, you're like really favoring it. I sucked mine down. I sucked the soul out of it. I like to savor it. But it's like, it's like kind of gross though. Honestly, yeah. Every other taste is like, um, like under armpit sweat. Yeah. But it has good protein. Mm -hmm. Like I drink that and I'm just like, fuck, I wish this was bread. <laughs> Where's my carbohydrates? It doesn't matter what I eat. I'm just like, fuck, I wish this was bread. I just want to eat bread. No, dude, I. Right? Oh, oh, if like you love voice. bread, can you. Step away from the REM pod. Do you like carbs? Please step away. Mm-hmm. Were you good at making bread? Please step away from REM pod. I don't know. We better order another REM pod. 
Just so we can oh. prove to ourselves no, and like, everybody else. But dude, on all my videos, like you literally say, can you step away? No, and then I know. It, steps it away. seems like it's working. Absolutely. Speaking of bread, we need to make friendship bread. <gasps> I saw somebody, were you the one who sent me the thing that somebody was trying to sell a 10 year old bread yeah. starter? That's gross. No yeah. way. That's, can be some of them are years. like 100 years old, passed on through generations. It was, wasn't it in a bag? It was in a, in a bag. bag. Like yeah. It was just, could be. As long as it's in the fridge. It's fermentation. So it's sourdough starter. So like every week you add water and flour to it and you take a little piece of the old one and throw the rest out or give it away so other people can multiply it. And it's a living thing. And that's how you make your bread rise. It's natural yeasts. Mm, yeah. I, I heard about this girl and she made bread out of her vagina yeast. I've heard that too. You told me that actually. If you, I, do you scrape it out? I, I, yeah. We didn't go that deep to Yeah, her, you scraped some well, She probably went yeah, deep. She, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. Ha. Ha. Listen. Ah. 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 Okay, well, what are you doing? <laughs> that was me. That was me laughing. You okay. gonna read us something, Selena? <sighs> I'm just stressed. I just don't want the people to get bored. I know. I had a bad night. Let's not let the friends get bored. I had a bad night. I'm feeling weird. Taylor's fucking here. Hey. <laughs> what did I do? You're here. Okay. I, no, I love you. We're trying to decide if we're going to go see some delicious drag queens this weekend or not. Oh my God. Yes, please. No, that'd be fun. Hero burger. Yeah. Taylor got really drunk and um, that we should play. I think you did already. We've done that. Yeah. Everybody's heard that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that was good. That, One needs, of the best that needs to go back life. in the vault too. Okay. Oh, back it's in out the there. Vault. All right. Well, I'll All right. go and stitch that for you later oh, today. Great, 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 great. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump into, so over on Reddit, people have been discussing their creepiest historical facts and it makes for some pretty interesting, if not hugely calming reading. Why? Why'd they say calming? They're like, oh, it's so spooky. <laughs> this calming reading. This is not calm. <laughs> this is not calm. We have compiled a list of some hair rising, raising favorites below. Okay, so we're gonna start with number one, Rainbow Valley. There is an accidental graveyard called the Rainbow Valley on Mount Everest. Oh, I love this. Ooh. Sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I look up the dead people on Mount Everest. Jesus. And I like to see how they've changed. And like, it's cool to see their like 80s jumpsuits and just know that they just fell over dead. I'm so like sorry. The frozen how come ones they don't like, like collect the their bodies? Because the, you can't dangerous. get close with a thing and the oxygen is so low up there that you can't like carry a body back. So they just leave them there. Like it's so, hard enough to get back yourself and survive like food and Did sleep. you climb Mount Everest? Or a mountain? Were you a mountain climber? Were there big mountains here before? I think that one's temperature. Yeah, I apparently, right when you said it. Anyways, so... Um, it's got its name from the multicolored jackets and climbing gear attached to the numerous corpses littered along the hillside. People seeking to climb Mount Everest have to pass through these colorful corpses on the way to the top. Over time, the mummified bodies have become goalposts for would-be climbers. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, that's creepy. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. I could never climb a mountain. I'm so afraid of heights. Bitch, I can't even climb my driveway. Remember when you were on the <laughs> roof, Selena? Selena, <laughs> tell the story. But when you went on the roof, I went on the at roof our old house, and I mentally shut down. It was not for me. I was not meant to be there. I don't know why I thought that I was. 
Anybody um, that's been on a roof before knows, like climbing up and getting on is the easy part. It's the transfer oh. back to the ladder to come down. You're kind of blind. Like it's, I mean, yeah. We almost had to call the- Selena, um, like I thought I was gonna have to get like a crane and like airlift her out. <laughs> a, hel- a crane. Helicopter. <laughs> and- <laughs> Because it can pick you up and drop you on the driveway. Or it can pick me up. (laughs) Not because I did not mean it like that. The crane was a little far-fetched. Couldn't we just get like a nice man with a hot air balloon? Well, it's cheaper than a helicopter. What, a hot air balloon? What's that Hot air balloon can't land like strategically. Honestly, I could have fallen off that roof and been fine. It was like eight feet. Yeah, but you were scared. I didn't want you to be scared. Why don't you just come up and get me and just fucking like Prince Prince Harriet it and throw me over? I have my concussion, Rapunzel. Oh, yeah, that's why I went on the roof. Pretty sure I was pretty messed up at that point. What? <laughs> you I want to be Rapunzel so You would have been the Rapunzel and he would have saved you. Well, you guys saw me on the ladder in your house. Yeah, <laughs> Taylor doesn't like heights. Taylor and I don't do heights. We're literally the same person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is story number two. Okay. It's called Little Albert. Mm. <laughs> Prince Albert. I've seen that piercing before. Do you know what a Prince Albert piercing is? No. <gasps> do you? Yeah. I, pier- I pierced a p- Prince Albert in- um, I think it's a terrible idea. I pierced one Is between it? science and math in grade nine. You out, pierced a- I did. I don't know if you should tell the Out in the smoker's pit. This. I was 14. Did you have alcohol, white <sighs> peroxide? Uh, I think Steph spit vodka. Good God. Oh my God. Where is this located? It goes through the- It's the place where you said the other day you don't understand why people do it and would never do it. All right. You, pier- you go through prince, the penis hole. It's your Prince hole. Albert. And pierce through the penis hole through the underhead. I did that. that. Makes me want to throw up. Every time, and then we fucked up, right? So then we pulled the needle out, and every time his heart beated, the blood went. <laughs> Stop. And then Stop. his heart started beating faster, and he's like. <laughs> we ended up tying a bandana around it and went to class. <clears throat> okay, moving it on. Hurts. Adam's just like, I want to go in. <laughs> I'm not a part of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Little Albert. Carried out by John Watson, the Little Albert experiment aimed to find out if fear was inherently ingrained or culturally taught. Ew. To find out, he essentially repeatedly traumatized a sick baby that he kidnapped every day. You said sick baby. Were you a sick baby that died? If you were a sick baby that died, step away from the REM pod. Or if you were to... Oh. Well, I apologize. I'm so sorry. And you were... Welcome. You're allowed to pass on. You're welcome to leave and go to a better place. Mm. Oh. Now I feel weird reading this story. <laughs> um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. 
to find out he is essentially repeatedly traumatized. A sick baby that he kidnapped every day from the on-campus daycare facility without its mother's knowledge by presenting it with soft, fluffy things while slamming a gong with a hammer from behind the curtain to scare the child. The baby developed a phobia of white, fluffy things, and the experiment ended because Albert's mother found out and moved them away. According to relatives, little Albert never learned to walk or talk and eventually died at the age of six. What the heck? You think they're still testing on babies nowadays? Dude, could you imagine finding out that your kid was the one chosen to get the gong hits? Like, like, it's crazy. Like, there's got to be some dark web science going on somewhere. Dude, that's so dark. They, like, steal babies, like, through trafficking or something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do, like, testing on them. Like, third world countries, like, just, like, paying for babies and stuff. Oh, I don't like like thinking about it. I'm pretty sure they, like, test all the vaccines on, like, people in third world countries and stuff. That's so sad. Yeah, it's fucked up. And you know what's weird, too? It's like the world is so much smaller than you think it is, too. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, like, it's weird. Like, you drive to Florida, and if you drove from Newfoundland to Portugal, it's, like, the same distance. But, like, the ocean makes it feel so vast. So weird. Wow. Yeah. Maybe not the exact same distance, but close. It's so weird. That's creepy. All right, the Jonestown Massacre. So I find this one super interesting, and I also like to look up the pictures of this when I can't sleep. Okay. Probably the most well-known of these creepy historical facts, at least in pop culture, the People's Temple Agricultural Project, a.k.a. Jonestown, came to an end after the cult's leader, Reverend Jim Jones, forced 918 people in town to drink the Kool-Aid mixed with cyanide, chloral hydrate, Valium, and Phrenogan. The events have often been referred to as a mass suicide, but were really closer to a mass murder as all who drank the poison did so under duress. And a third of the victims were minors. It was the largest single loss in American civil life in a deliberate act until 9-11. So like they just like, and they didn't know for a while, just everyone drank the Kool-Aid and then just fell over and dropped dead. And there's like 900 people. Is that why, they, is that why that's an expression now? People go, oh, drink he the drank Kool-Aid. the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like, <laughs> oopsie. I thought it was just like, oh, that Kool-Aid's got like alcohol in it. No, drinking <laughs> Kool-Aid so is like believing something and kind of getting into group thought. Oops. Yeah, you weren't alive yet when this happened. Is there still like remnants of like the city? Um, It, it was like a place outside of a place. I think people can still go there, but like I'm going to show you Ooh. some pictures after this. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. Baby farmer. Okay. Ma- I, why do you keep getting these creepy babies? Let's see if it goes off talking right. about babies. Minnie Dean, a.k.a. the baby farmer, is the only woman to receive the death penalty in New Zealand. (laughs) To make ends meet, she used to take in unwanted babies, many of whom either got mysteriously sick and died or went missing. Eventually, after a police investigation, it was discovered she'd killed them and put their remains in hat boxes. She was found guilty of infanticide and hanged. Oh my God. That's sad and gross. Like, why? There seems to be like no reason for it. There's nothing more evil and more haunted in the world than (laughs) fucking with children and babies. Babies, yeah. Yeah. Like, they they can't defend themselves. Or just like, just don't ever do anything. Disgusting. (sighs) Okay. Whiskey business. While on an expedition to Africa during the late 19th century, James Jameson, heir to the Jameson Irish Whiskey Empire, reportedly asked to witness cannibalism in action. What the fuck? (laughs) Jesus. 
In order to make his horrifying desire a reality, he purchased a slave girl and handed her over to men who murdered her and feasted on her flesh. Jameson is said to have sketched out the gruesome scene after turning his rough illustrations into a series of watercolors. I'm not going to drink Jameson ever again. <laughs> that is so messed up. That's, that's like feasted on her flesh. And like, like, a, like why couldn't you go, like go to the prison and like get a bad dude who did a bad thing and eat him? Oh, so many weird things happened at the like beginning of corporations and companies that are like big, like brand names. Now. So yeah. weird. Like, like, is that selling your soul to the devil? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, some of them for sure. It's, it's like people that are in those. All right, ghosty. We agree with you. You can step away. Can you please step away from the REM pod? We were talking about, we were just, yeah, we're talking about this all your soul to the devil. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, and moving on, let's not talk about what we were talking about. Oof. Speaking of prisons, yep. this was the Stanford prison, prison experiment. Okay. So one of the most well-known psychology experiments of all time the Stanford Prison Experiment was an attempt to investigate the psychological effects of perceived power. Guards and prisoners were chosen randomly from volunteering college students, but the experiment quickly took a dark turn as those in power doled out psychological torture. The prisoners accepted it and some started to go crazy. The whole exercise was abandoned after only six days due to questions of its mortality morality, but continues to provide a benchmark for how quickly normal people can turn cruel when given the authority to. Ew. I've seen that. It's, it's kind of like when you put a bunch of like kids together and you have like one ringleader and like just like peer pressure in general. How easily yeah. that's affected. I it only takes like the darkest person in the room <laughs> to try it. You're a class president. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Literally when we went out to like recess, that like 15 minute recess we talked about, mm -hmm. Yep, everyone just wanted to play with me. <laughs> oh man, How many that explains want to play a lot, doesn't it, Selena? <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's okay, no one wants to play with me either. All right, jaw dropper. When French revolutionary Max Maximilian Ross Robespierre <laughs> realized that he was to be executed, he attempted suicide by shooting himself in the mouth. He was unsuccessful, and when they took him to the guillotine, the executioner ripped off the bandage, holding his wounded jaw together, causing him to scream in agony before the crowd until he was silenced by the blade of the guillotine. Jaw-dropping stuff. Oof. <laughs> no pun intended. I think that would be, like, uh, one of my worst fears is getting killed by, like, my head being chopped off. That seems so quick and easy, though. Yeah, but it's knowing it's about to happen. Uh, That's yeah. what gets me. Don't tell me when it's going to happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> this is the legend of the green man. Okay. So Raymond Robinson, AKA the green man lost his face as a young boy due to an electrical accident, leaving him with no eyes, mouth, nose, and only one ear. Uh. He managed to live to the age of 74, but due to his severe dis disfigurement, it meant he had to stay inside during the day but his habit of going out for long nighttime walks made him into an urban legend since everyone saw this faceless man. How do you walk around though? I wonder if he had like one of those. He was a floater. Canes or. He's a floater. What does that mean? <laughs> he floats around. But he's a, he's a real man. It's okay. I respect it. 
<laughs> all right. So <laughs> I got on this Reddit, Reddit thing. I also think this is why I got spooked last night too, because I was looking up all this shit for the podcast. <laughs> but I asked, oh, Reddit is a dangerous Do you want to read this one as a spooky person? No. Nah. It yeah. goes slower than my actual voice. Oh, does it? So it oh, makes you like talk slow. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I on Reddit I was they were asking people like what their their craziest true spooky story was, and I just I picked out a couple that were juicy. Nice. Right? nice. I live in Osaka, Japan, and I often use the subway to go to work in the morning. One day when I was waiting for the train, I noticed a homeless man standing in a corner of the subway station, muttering to himself as people passed by. He was holding out a cup and seemed to be begging for spare change. A fat woman passed by the homeless man, and I distinctly heard him say, "Pig." Now, I thought to myself, this homeless man is insulting people and he still expects them to give him money? Then a tall businessman went by the homeless man and he muttered, human. Human? I can't argue with that. Obviously, he was human. The next day, I arrived early at the subway station and had some time to kill. So I decided to stand close to the homeless man and just listen to his strange mutterings. A thin, haggard-looking man passed in front of him and I heard the homeless guy mutter, cow. Cow, I thought. The man was much too skinny to be a cow. He looked more like a turkey or a chicken to me. A minute or so later, a fat man went by and the homeless man said, potato. Potato. I was under the impression that he had called all the fat people pig. That day at work, I couldn't stop thinking about the homeless man and his puzzling behavior. I kept trying to find some logic or pattern in his muttering. Perhaps he had some kind of psychic ability. I thought maybe he knows what these people were in a previous life in Japan. Many people believe in reincarnation. I observed the homeless man many times and began to think my theory was right. I often heard him calling people things like rabbit or onion or sheep or tomato. One day out of curiosity, it got the one day curiosity got the better of me and I decided to ask him what was going on. As I walked up to him, he looked at me and said bread. I tossed some money into his cup and I asked him if he had some kind of psychic ability. The homeless man smiled and said, yes, indeed I do have psychic ability. It is an ability I obtained years ago, but it's not what you might expect. I can tell the future or read them. I can't tell the future or read minds or anything like that. Then what is your ability? I asked eagerly. The ability to merely know what's the last thing a person ate. I laughed because I realized he was right when he said bread. The last thing that I'd eaten for breakfast that day was toast. I walked, shaking my head, of all the psychic abilities someone could have. But this one must be the most useless. So remember the rich businessman that walked by? He said, yeah. human. Oh. So the woman had pork. This dun, other guy dun, had ate dun. beef. That's a good one. I really liked that story last night. If I walked by and someone said potato. <laughs> They'd probably be right. They though. just walk by and they're like, Yeah, <laughs> 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 they just walk by and they're like, shitty banana protein shake. <laughs> He's like armpit juice. <laughs> oh. And then, then Adam and I would walk by and be like, Adam, I'm like, I'm like, I've been so good eating well. And then we just walk by and he's like, peanut butter cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> oh. Well, now I'm nervous for this one. You got it. I didn't actually read that one. <laughs> I didn't even read this whole one either. <laughs> this person said, this is the scariest thing that happened to them while camping. So I live in Eastern Oregon and my mom lives in Western Oregon. 
I went to visit her for the summer and she's very outdoorsy. So we decided to take a one hour drive from her city to the coast. We end up at this free campsite at the top of the hill. Huge foothills of the coastal mountains, about a 25-minute drive from the top where the campsite is to the bottom. And we were the only campers there. Mm. That's not a good start to his story. (laughs) We relaxed for the rest of the day, made food, etc. A truck full of men drive up the hill and talk with my mom. I don't know what it was about, but at the time it wasn't suspicious. Fast forward to the middle of the night. I wake up to my mom sitting straight up in the tent. I wake up easily, so I heard her gasp, and it woke me. As soon as she saw I was awake, she put her hand over my mouth because I was starting to ask her what was wrong. It was dead silent, and all of a sudden you hear footsteps to the right side of the tent. The little flap that covers the zipper was even moving. Thankfully, my mom was quick wits and said very loudly, Kenny, grab the gun. Kenny is my dad, although that doesn't matter. And mind you, he was not there, just us girls. They left. No harm was done. Thank the Lord for my mom. That's it. it. So they don't they don't know who it was. What do you think it was? <gasps> Pills. What's that say, Selena? <laughs> Pills, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me to take my heart medication. <laughs> it goes off at the worst times when we're out in public. Oh my, and it's so loud. <laughs> you need to back that up an hour. Dude, you know what's really funny? Like we we went out to we were out at breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes off and it's just Taylor and I and everyone that goes to this diner is over 75 yeah. and I'm like it's just my heart meds and they're all like eh, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god right <clears throat> the walking dead I'm a psychiatric nurse and in my early career I worked at a residential mental health facility one of our residents was an elective mute which means he didn't wouldn't, couldn't talk, but there was no medical reason as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and in fact seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. Ooh, Ooh a big, giant, quiet guy. That's, that's warm to me. That sounds nice for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> he had been raised in the Deep South and joined the military when he was 19, but one night he vanished. He was declared AWOL and eventually declared missing and dead. Ten years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked into a VA hospital emergency room in the part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, My name is Marion Duchene, not the real name, and I have been dead for ten years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust, and he was wearing the same clothes he had been reported to be wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him using his fingerprints. The family was notified and they said that they had already grieved their lost man and whoever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again. Marion paced all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like he was talking or muttering, but no sound came out. He had an unnerving habit of hiring his of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open as if he was laughing heartily, but not even a breath could be heard. I talked to him. He I talked to him. What happened to you? <laughs> oh no, is it out of order? The walking did. Yeah, this one is out of order. 
Oh my gosh, how does it just end? That's like so scary. Hold on, no, I think I have another copy. We need no. the end of the story. Dude, 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 dude. Oh, here. Top of that one. Okay. Thank you, Taylor. Mm-hmm. I talked to him. He opened his mouth and not even a breath could be heard. He appeared to listen, periodically throwing his head back in laughter mimicking way of his. Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him either positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing because Marin would just grin and stay put. And then he'd get up and start pacing again. On my last day at that job, the last thing I saw was Marion pacing in the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later, I wondered all along if I'd been dealing with a ghost. All these years later, I still don't know. That is like literally terrifying. That's creepy. To me. Like that's- You, You get a lot of that where you like question what's going on. You don't know if like some of the thoughts you're getting are you just kind of making things up and being a little crazy or if it is psychic kind of intuition. Like I get memories and thoughts and scenarios in my head that just like I don't, they're not mine. I don't know where they came from and I've never heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. This one's called It Wasn't a Little Girl. Oh. <laughs> what a great way to start. Yay. Um, so again, camping. This is how it starts. So I don't think we'll ever go camping, if that's okay. Um, why though? We've got to watch fun. a lot of Friday the 13th if we go camping. Mm. That's for sure. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There was about 10 people in our group and another group of six in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities. What were we just talking about? Nighttime and camping? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. If you like camping, step away from the REM pod. Like, like I can't believe we haven't been called out for like having a remote for that thing or something. It's they don't so have remotes. legit. It's no, I know. Like it it, I'm just saying, I, like in it's quotations. Too yeah, it's too perfect. It's too perfect. Sorry, Taylor, continue. You were interrupted rudely by the ghost. No. No. <laughs> no. Thank you so much. No, I'm community. kidding. No, they don't. Okay, I'm kidding. There's spirits. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, <laughs> making s'mores. and telling stories. We should go camping this weekend. It's still cold out. So. Okay. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling for help. Neither group had children with them, okay. but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsites and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was we saw was startled and it started backing off as we got closer and disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear the little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep, but there was never anyone there. Uh, that's so creepy. Was, well, even like, say like the New Mexico, Nevada area, that's where all the creepy stuff happens. Dude, so much shit. Mafia stuff. Area 51. Area so 51. much open space, like. Yeah. Ugh. I'm just like thinking about camping now and like, I wonder if Sam and Colby do come here, they've talked about online that they might come here. We should like camp out in the meadows and I should like, I should try and trigger my sleepwalking and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then like call Adam and I from the house and let (laughs) us know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor can sleep in the house. I'm coming. Taylor just has his own tent away from us. (laughs) Okay. 
It was good to see an old friend. When I was 37, I went to my high school reunion. I flew into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance was about 35 miles through a rural and almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down. It turned out that it was one of the guys I had attended school with, Jim. He gets into the car and we start talking. I've not seen him in 20 years, but he still looked the same, maybe a little older. We get to town and I ask him if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink. He says, no, just take me home. Jim's parents had lived only a few blocks from my grandmother's house, and I turned in that direction. But he said to take him to the outskirts of town, where there was a mobile home park out there. And I figured that that's where he lived. When we reached the end of the turnoff, he said, just drop me here. It was good to see you again. And he walks off into the night. Oof. Wait, 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 wait. Um. <clears throat> I go to the VFW and met some of my old classmates. We start to talk. As we're talking about who's coming to the reunion, I mentioned that I just picked Jim up three miles east of town and dropped him off. Everybody gets quiet. Even the guy singing karaoke stops and lays down the mic. My cousin goes white as a new t-shirt. Barb, Jim died on that curve eight years ago. Rolled his car. We were all at his funeral, I was told. I started to feel really dizzy, and I went out to the car to take some deep breaths. There on the seat was the local newspaper, printed eight years previous, containing Jim's obituary. I still have the paper. It makes me want to throw up. Dude. There's another little one here. I'm going to read this one and then and then I think I think this might be the last one, guys. So enjoy this. And don't forget to buy my freaking book and my makeup. Okay, I love you. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy this. You're going to love it. It's small and it's fun. Hell hath no furry. furry. Well, anyways, thank <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. After we moved into our home, we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband. She hated men. My dad would wake up with scratches all over himself. And whenever my brother was mean to my sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. Well, one day my brother hurt our sister. He hit her with something. When we woke up later that night, he woke up later that night and had a horrible bloody nose. The day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arms in a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if it wasn't the last one in our house. Boom, boom, boom. Guys, <sighs> don't play with the dead. Read the scary stories, enjoy this podcast. But as I'm learning as of recently... That scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. Wow. Guys, thank you. You really enjoyed this podcast. <laughs> well, don't forget, guys. Taylor, do you have anything to say before we go? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell can you love anybody else? Can I get an amen up in here? Amen. <laughs> Keep existing. Love you guys. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, 
But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.